Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. your number one source for all your betting needs in sports info and odds find all of the latest sports developments including this week's odds bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino and poker games it's super easy to get started so join today Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet online where the game starts. What up, TCK Potters? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. This is the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, aka TCK Pod. We are live on YouTube in the fantasy focused YouTube channel, also streaming live on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Make sure to give us a subscribe, like, a listen, and as well, give us a comment on all the streams if you please. We're also available on podcast, the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, anywhere podcasts are heard through the Believe Networks. That's Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Play, Google Play, Amazon, Apple, anywhere you're listening, you can find our podcast. Today is a bittersweet day here on the TCK pod. We'll talk about it at the end of the podcast, but we are very, very excited to wrap up a series that Buck and Bob have really been streamlining, and I've been in and out of as well. And that's basically to find out which players on certain teams have the most to gain or lose with the upcoming NFL draft. We are recording Wednesday night. We're just a couple hours away, about 24 hours away from the NFL draft, kicking off on Thursday, of course, round one Thursday night. Then we got round two and three on Friday, and then the rest of the draft, Saturday and Sunday. A lot of new rookies come into the league changes the atmosphere quite a bit every single year very excited about that bob before we get into the actual show itself what's one thing either team wise incoming rookie uh veteran move anything throughout any team in the entire nfl what's one thing you're looking forward to or paying attention to tomorrow in round one specifically uh, what the Packers do at the wide receiver position probably makes the most sense for us to watch for fantasy purposes. Uh, rookie wide receivers, I know there's Jamar Chases of the world, but a lot of them, when they come in right away, don't dominate and are dominant for fantasy, right? So if a guy does land in that pick 22 to the Packers, um, you know, you got to like the spot. You got to like it. Uh, but at the same time, do they trade for a wide receiver? I mean, they're rumored a lot too. So I think I'm going to be looking to see what the Packers do at the wide receiver position. What about you, Scott? Yeah, it's a great call. I like that one a lot. And for me, it's going to be this, uh, this rumor of Debo Samuel, man, with my Niners. It's like, is this actually real? Are they actually going to trade him? And if they do to who and for what right now, I mentioned on the last podcast, like the murmurs are possibly to the jets. Of course, he's got connections with Mike LaFleur and, and, uh, uh, sail off from the 49ers two years ago. Um, but maybe for that 10th overall pick, the Niners don't have a first round pick for the next couple of years because of Trey Lance last year. So that'll be very interesting. 
as well. But tonight, we're breaking down the NFC East, and we're getting into the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Washington Commanders, and your New York football giants. So, Bob, we'll turn it over to you. Yeah, man. So, as everyone knows, we've been doing this for the last seven episodes. We talked a lot. Every division's players with the most to gain and lose that are currently on the roster. So if a team goes out and drafts a receiver in the first round, how it is going to impact the receivers or running backs or tight ends already on the team. It could be a good thing for quarterbacks. Uh, it could be a bad thing. So that's what we're really doing today to break down the, those players. So, Sky, let's kick it off. NFC East, my division, which I'm excited to talk about. Best for last. Uh, I think that we'll probably, someone will be 8-9 and make it to the playoffs or something. But talk to me about the Dallas Cowboys and which player you chose with the game and the most to lose from the draft. This one is just, I'm just crossing my fingers, man. One of my favorite young players in the NFL for the last couple of seasons for the Dallas Cowboys. It's my boy, Michael Gallup. Now he got hurt late in the season, torn ACL. We'll see how he comes back and how training camp looks and how his health is coming week one. He might even miss the first couple of weeks of the season, which could lower his draft stock even more come August when fantasy drafts are taking place. So he might even become more of a value. But, Bob, this is just addition by subtraction for Michael Gallup, right? Your boy Amari Cooper leaves Dallas, goes to the Cleveland Browns, and when Michael Gallup is healthy, he will be the bona fide number two. Uh, and because Zeke is no longer Zeke, now Tony Pollard plus Zeke is still a very good rushing offense option for the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott likes to throw it and likes to throw it often. CeeDee Lamb will be that bona fide number one, but number two right behind him is going to be Michael Gallup. I look back at two, uh, 2019. This is the year before CeeDee Lamb came on the team here for the Cowboys. Michael Gallup played 14 games, 113 receptions as the number two, 66 catches, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. Good for wide receiver 22 in PPR, and he missed two games. So he's a, a nice back-end RB wide receiver two, missing two games, as basically a rookie, uh, it was just a second year in the NFL. So all this experience coming back, he's got the rapport with Dak. He had some great big plays last year as the number three, maybe the four behind Dalton Schultz even as well. So Michael Gallup for me, if the Cowboys don't replace anybody in that wide receiver core and Zeke doesn't turn back into the Zeke of old, which I think he's unfortunately fading in the wrong direction, Michael Gallup could be a buy and a huge upside uh, in fantasy football. If they don't replace him, if they do bring in another high-profile wide receiver, which Dallas could do because we didn't think they needed C.D. Lamb and they brought him in, if they do that, I think Michael Gallup, unfortunately, could end up being like a, a 2B, maybe even if he's the 2A, he's injured, and we'll see what that happens. So for me, it's Michael Gallup, no question about it. He's a guy I'm looking for in the later rounds again. So the thing that concerns me right off the bat is just the injury and the timing of the injury. Uh, how late it was in the year. Uh, the other thing, though, is his ADP right now is wide receiver 50. He's going in the 115 range. So there isn't a lot of risk to stash him on your bench. It's not like you have to take Gallup in the fifth round, sixth round when you're taking starters. So I do think that because of his ADP right now, I'm actually not as concerned as I thought I would be um, because of the upside. Like you said, this team has 214 opportunities, according to my analysis uh, this is a different. This is going to be a different year because no one of the problems we talked about why, how we find wide receiver busts. We talked about how teams with too much talent is the best way to put it. There's just too much to go around. I mean, between Cooper, Schultz, Gallup, and um, a CD Lamb, uh, you know the, they range from 7.5 to six targets a game. You're not going to find too many elite players. That being said, 
My guy, listen, I think CeeDee Lamb probably should have been the answer here. And I, I'll admit that. I think CeeDee Lamb will now finally take over and maybe be that top five. On top of the fact that Cooper's gone, you know, you also have Gallup coming back from the injury. But I think CeeDee Lamb was a little obvious. So I actually went Dalton Schultz. And I think Dalton Schultz, when you just look at his numbers over the last two years, uh, he, he averaged 20. He played 23 games with all three of the wide receivers on the field. And he played 10 games when one of them missed. And the numbers are staggering, right? So 7.7 points per game and half point PPR he averaged when all three receivers played. When one of them missed or two, he averaged 10.7. That's three more points per game. It's a huge difference. Uh, and and that that right there from tight end seven, you know, when you're averaging double digits and half point PPR, you know, you're going to be an elite tight end on the season. You know, outside of maybe the, the handful of guys like Andrews and, and Kittle and Kelsey – there's not a lot of guys, maybe even Kyle Pitts to an extent, that you'll see getting up to that 12 to 14 range. So 10.7, and you could take him at tight end seven, where those tight ends are pretty much going in the eighth round usually. So I think that because of this, if they don't go out and spend, they do have the 24th, 5th, 56th, and 88th. I don't see them taking a tight end, but they did lose Jarwin. They did lose Cooper. Um, they do have Pollard and Zeke in the backfield. But if they use James Washington along with Gallup, for example – um, heading into the season, I like Schultz as an absolute target hog and a potential tight end, top ten, top five tight end. We didn't mention it here, but Anthony, thanks for thanks for chiming in here on Facebook. We do want to bring this up just very quickly. We're not picking Zeke, but I had mentioned him kind of. We know about Tony Pollard, who's more of an issue than I think an incoming rookie, but brings up a good point here, man. We're talking about players with the most to gain or most to lose on the Cowboys. There's a lot of different players we mentioned. You mentioned CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, uh, Dalton Schultz. What about Zeke, man? What if they get a day three running back just for depth? Now we have Tony Pollard, an incoming rookie, and Zeke is not done, but he's not Zeke either. And Anthony brings up a good point. His numbers have been tra trending, unfortunately, in the wrong direction here. So we'll see what happens, potentially predicting a trade in 2023. So I appreciate you chiming in, Anthony. I think the other thing with Zeke, though, is number one, his ADP right now is RB21. So the, the consensus actually, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the crazy part is like he's he actually has fallen out, you know, pretty much outside the top 20. The thing I will say though is the thing about Zeke, he dominates in between the tackles. They did lose Connor Williams in the offseason. Um, so they, they did lose some depth there on the offensive line as well. And Collins, so they're two of their better offensive linemen are now gone. So what if they don't draft a lineman? You know, this offensive line goes from top five to top 10 to top 20. Um, and they fall back. That's going to be big time for Zeke. So I do believe that RB21, you might be getting him at where he's going to finish, most likely. I agree. Thank you for chiming in, Anthony. All right, let's move on here to the New York football giants. Bob, I'm going to kick this one off here and uh, go with your boy D. Jones. Now, this one seems obvious um, because you start with the quarterback position, and uh, that will be a theme moving forward for the rest of this division. Spoiler alert for me. Daniel Jones has been tough, man. Like uh, people give him a lot of shit, obviously, because the Giants have been really tough the last couple of years. They can't find continuity. You have really, I think the coaches, unfortunately, have been a big issue for Daniel Jones. I think back to Alex Smith, lots of talent, lots of ability, not great weapons, but the kid could get it done. But so many offensive coordinators, new head coaches, Alex Smith never had a chance with the 49ers, goes to Kansas City, and he's a borderline MVP in one season with uh, Andy Reid. Daniel Jones is not on that level, but I think he could be a Josh Allen-esque, if you will, with Brian Dable coming over from the Bills. 
similar skill set and also a similar top pick and rough start to the career. Daniel Jones, unfortunately, man, can't stay healthy either. 13 games, 14 games, 11 last year. Only thrown for over 3,000 yards one time. Only thrown for over 12 touchdown passes one time. And that was actually his rookie season when he had 24. And he, you think of him as a rushing quarterback, but he has five career rushing touchdowns. Josh Allen gets seven or eight or nine every single season. So there's obviously that huge gap as well. And don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not comparing Josh. Daniel Jones to Josh Allen. I'm saying there's the upside there for the skill set with Brian Dable. Josh Allen or uh, Daniel Jones for me, man, is going to be a big change. I know you're going to talk about this in a second, so I'm trying not to steal your thunder here, but there could be a lot of moving parts. We just talked about Zeke Elliott, premier running back in fantasy last five years on the downgrade. Saquon Barkley, man, also getting hurt. Like we, he's seen burst, but he's not Saquon of old. What's going to happen with him? All these new wide receivers last year on paper, tons of talent, tons of money. Not a lot of production, unfortunately, right? They lose uh, Evan Ingram, right, because he didn't pan out. So a lot of moving parts uh, with the coaching staff, a lot of moving parts with this offense in general, and injuries have plagued this team for a number of seasons. I'm worried about your Giants, man, unfortunately. So Daniel Jones, for me, they got to replace a couple pieces, maybe up front. I know we don't care about offensive linemen in fantasy football, but it matters for football, it matters for Daniel Jones. That would help because they gutted that offensive line. Or if they don't help the offensive line, and they get rid of a wide receiver or two, Daniel Jones is, is really hurting, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a Giants fan, we were talking about this before the show. It's just there's a lot of things that are under the radar that we have to talk about. The, the constant news of Tony potentially being a trade target. Also, Darius Slayton trading away players. They don't really have a tight end notable on the roster. Ricky Seals-Jones is the guy right now. Uh, the offensive line, like Sky, you just brought up, completely gutted. Four of the five starters are gone this offseason. Um but that being said, the guy I'm going to talk about is Kenny Galladay. I think we have completely forgot how legit Kenny Galladay is. When I tell you he's a physical freak, he's like one of the very few guys in the NFL that can beat you vertically in the deep passing game and then dominate you physically in the red zone and score touchdowns. Kenny Galladay, here's a fun fact. 57 different wide receivers saw – not wide receivers. 57 players saw at least 20 red zone targets. There was only one in the NFL who didn't score a touchdown. Guess what, folks? That was Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, who's like 6'4", 220, just it didn't work out last year. It was a complete dumpster fire. He was the only player with nine or more end zone targets not to score a touchdown. It's just like he it was there. It's underlying stuff like that that makes you think, okay, there's going to be positive regression. He's going to get you four, five, six touchdowns. But last year was so bad, he only averaged 5.4 points per game. But prior to his injury, he was averaging 9.2 points per game and he was the wide receiver for that would have been wide receiver 46, current ADP wide receiver 55. So already based on worst case, I mean, basically how he was doing last year with no touchdowns, he's already going to give you value. But now listen, what if they trade Tony? What if they trade Slayton? And now there's more targets to go around. I think Kenny Galladay is someone that we're all overlooking. And I think he could be an absolute stud in 2022. I agree. I'm I'm just not I'm not buying in the offense yet. I'm I hope. This whole narrative of Brian Dable can can morph Daniel Jones into some version of Josh Allen is amazing. But uh, the Bills are just a better run organization. They have a better defense. Uh, they didn't have the run game of Saquon Barkley, but they haven't seemed to need it. I'm a little bit curious. You know, until these guys stay healthy, I just unfortunately can't buy in. Although I will say, Daniel Jones now, 
was getting drafted with the upside in mind the last couple seasons. Like, what if, what if, what if? Nobody cares anymore, right? It's like a prove it thing now. So he's a guy that you could get at the late round quarterback with like, ah, oh, shit, I forgot the draft when you get him in the 14th round. He could finish top 10 because of that rushing upside if he can uh, get, you know, get it together here with Brett Dable. So that will be interesting. All right, Bob, before, uh, we, before we get into it, why don't we take a quick commercial break and give a shout out to one of our friends here. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break for Carefactor. We'll be back right after this. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with Carefactor. Carefactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Carefactor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.mykerafactor.com. Carefactor, skincare for hair. All right, let's get into our next team here. We're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. And I wish Jordan, our, our good man, was on the program for this one so we could talk some Eagles football with our in-house Eagles fan. I'm going to go ahead and, and just go on a limb here. And, and, and there's a couple of different guys. I was thinking about Miles Sanders. I was thinking about, you know, Devonta Smith maybe. Uh, but for me, it's going to be Jalen Hurts by a lot. The, the player that can the most to gain, most to lose in the NFL draft. A number of things here. That offensive line has been top five, top ten for years. They're getting old quick as well. We just talked about the Cowboys. They're getting old as well. So some offensive line would help the Eagles, but he needs weapons, right? He needs weapons. Miles Sanders can't stay healthy, and he's kind of non inconsistent, if you will. Dallas Goddard's turned himself into a premier tight end, but can you rely on just a tight end? And Devontae Smith is very impressive as a rookie, but nonetheless, he's out there by himself and not a true alpha one, in my opinion. Jalen Hurts last year with his, you know, really kind of got in and was able to just be an athlete for fantasy football. And he finished with um, 16 passing touchdowns in 15 games and 10 rushing touchdowns, which is a terrible ratio, obviously. Uh, but you would he finished as a top eight quarterback, and that's without even, you know, being too productive in the passing game. So – Jalen Hurts is somebody that I think can certainly improve if he gets any type of weapons. Only 3,100 passing yards last year. I think that easily grows to at least 35, maybe even 4,000 this year with another weapon, another year in the scheme. And how he, there's been a lot of talk of if they're going to draft a quarterback, are they moving on? Is Jalen Hurts really the guy? I know coaches speak as coaches speak, and I don't really take much of it this year seriously, but this time of year. But Harry Roseman, the owner of the the GM of, of the Eagles, came out and basically said, like, he's our guy. We're focused in on him. We're going to try to build a team around him. Could be bullshit, but I want to take him, you know, for truth until it happens other way. So for me, 
We've seen Cam Newton was not the best passer ever in his career, but he was a perennial top five, top six quarterback because of his rushing ability. Jalen Hurts has that option as well. Almost 800 yards rushing last year in those 10 touchdowns, as I mentioned. I'm just going to throw out a couple QB finishes for Jalen Hurts on the season. This is all of his finishes here. 6, 10, 9, 4, 7, 5, 6, 25, 12, 6, 3, 27, 3, 14, and 20. So there's only one, two, three, four, five times on the whole season that he didn't finish top 10 as a quarterback. And I don't think anybody would have thought of him that way at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, it's this is an easy one for me, too. I, I said Jalen Hurts as well, because when you're looking at the first of all, the thing they did that really stands out to me is they traded one of their first round picks this year to get a future first round pick next year. And my immediately thought in my mind, they had three first round picks. And they probably said to themselves, do we really think that any of these guys is better than Jalen Hurts? They probably thought maybe not. Because if they, they wanted to get a quarterback, they had three first-round picks this year to do it. So I think right there, we're talking – we mostly talk redraft. I think right there was the biggest sign that they're going to give him another shot. And I think he already is probably one of the biggest winners. But another thing, too, is I've been reviewing a lot of the top mock drafters in the industry. I've been posting a lot of videos. Go check them out, by the way, um, at Rasball Fantasy. But uh, I, four of the seven have the, them taking either a Chris Olave, a Drake London, another receiver in the first round. And now you're going to have Dallas Goddard, one of these receivers, with uh, Devonta Smith and Zach Pascal now in the slot with you know Quez Watkins. Now he has a lot of good weapons. So last year, outside of Smith, who's a rookie, there wasn't a lot of guys winning. And T- Dallas Goddard was in out of the lineups. They traded away Zach Ertz. So I do think that, that Jalen Hurts, for me, Last year, eighth most QB1 finishes on the season, eighth most. Uh, right now, today, he's going QB12. So he's actually going like borderline QB1 when this guy was proving you at last year over and over again. Some people just don't want to believe it. And I think that once they get through the draft, that will probably start to rise. But I think he's going to be my number one QB target in 2022. I like it, man. Likewise. I mean, you know, you and I generally trying to pick a, you know, two different players to, to talk about, but this one's so obvious for both of us is Jalen Hurts. And I'll tell you right now, if he does get one of those premier weapons or two, um, he's going to be the quarterback that I'm taking in like the seventh or eighth round or whatever because he has top five upside weekly, but also on the season that we saw last year, I think he takes a step up. All right, let's finish it up here with the Washington Commanders. Uh, this one's tough, man. This is another like fingers crossed. I just hope it works out. I don't hate Carson Wentz. A lot of people in the industry just don't like him and they throw shade because there was so much hype for him coming out number two. Um, and coming out of North Dakota State, you know, I mean, kind of set the set the scene for Trey Lance coming behind him here. But he actually had a, a solid rookie season um, and has unfortunately kind of been trending the wrong direction outside of a bounce back in 2019 when he had 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns as the QB nine on the year there. QB QB five in 2017, of course, when he went and broke his leg uh, on his way to an MVP. But the last couple of years, he's been a bit tough. Last year, he goes to the Colts. They bring him in after Rivers and we'll see what happens. 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven picks, uh, QB 15. So not terrible. Goes to Washington. This one's tough, man. Like, I think Terry McLaurin is is top 15 talent minimum wide receiver, maybe higher than that, whatever you can debate. My boy, Deami Brown, didn't even get started last year. He was one of my favorite sneak attack wide receivers coming out of Carolina last year in the draft. And you have Antonio Gibson, right? I mean, you have these weapons in Washington to make it happen. Can Carson Wentz just like be an average quarterback 
Or is he going to take another step like we saw in 2017 and 2019 when he was a top 10 fantasy quarterback? So for me, they need a bona fide tight end. They need a bona fide wide receiver upgrade. They could use a little more help on the offensive line and give him some more weapons. I think Washington will do that. And I do think he takes a step up. My problem that I told you ahead of the program here, I have him and Daniel Jones back to back, and I'm not sure which one I like by like one step better. Probably Daniel Jones with upside, but I don't trust the team. And then there's Carson Wentz, which I think is more stable with the Washington Commanders, but I don't know if I trust Carson Wentz enough. So this one's really tough, but for me, it's going to be weapons and offensive line. We'll see what happens in Washington, but Carson Wentz, we saw, again, top five upside, top nine upside, but other than that, 24, 23, 22, 15 as well. So you're the getting like a back-end QB2 or a front-end QB1. Which one do you think it's going to be? With a little more help, I think he could really surprise in Washington, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think well, with Wentz, really, I'm not really, he's not on my, my fantasy radar because last year, like, listen, his numbers weren't terrible, but they kind of hit him. They did not throw a lot. They were very conservative on offense, and Indianapolis ended up not throwing as much. Plus, the talent outside of Terry McLaurin, like you just brought up, there's Logan Thomas coming off an ACL injury. Um, you have Chris Curtis Samuel, who cannot stay on the field. And by the way, Curtis Samuel had a better season the year after North Turner, Scott Turner left that scheme because they were using him as like a situational deep threat. I remember unrealized air yards. He was like the best king of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the best like two years ago. <laughs> so, you know, that's that. So Wentz for me, it's just like, I would like to see them. Yeah, great. They get a wide receiver. Awesome. But my guy is Logan Thomas. And it goes back to a couple things. First off, look at the history of the North Turner, Scott Turner scheme. Look at Logan Thomas did just a couple years ago. He was featured in the offense. If you want to go back to the North Turner schemes with Greg Olson and Antonio Gates, and you know, if you want to go even back further to those Dallas days, tight ends have always been used in this offense. On top of Carson Wentz now enters, who, by the way, just supported a top two, three tight end almost every single year with Zach Ertz. And in 2020, he supported two top 10 tight ends with Dallas Goddard and Ertz. So this offense is very conducive. He is ahead of schedule. A report just came out like last week or so that he is ahead of schedule. He's jogging now. They don't expect him to be ready for OTAs, but they are leaving out hope that he could be ready for week one. And listen, because of the fact that it's just Harry McLaurin right now, on top of like J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson, and there's a couple nice young receivers too, but at the same time, Logan Thomas could step right back in to a number two role in an offense that uses the tight end with a quarterback that trusts the tight end position. And if he's ready week one, by the way, he's going super late in drafts right now. I think he's outside the top 20 in picks. So you could get him, pair him with another guy, see how it goes. It's a very low-cost, high-upside option. That's why I think Logan Thomas has the most to gain, as long as you don't draft another pass catcher early on in the draft. Yeah, I totally agree. Again, it comes down to health with Logan Thomas as well. But look, popped on the scene, and let's not forget, I know it's a little late in his career, so we can't always use this excuse anymore, but Logan Thomas was drafted as a quarterback with the Arizona Cardinals, all right? So it takes a long time for anybody who's not a tight end in college to learn the tight end position because you're basically a hybrid offensive lineman. You're a hybrid wide receiver. You're running all the routes. You're doing all the blocking assignments, right, for passing and run blocking. Uh, so it's it's very unique to be a bona fide tight end there. So hopefully you can put it together, and hopefully Carson Wentz and Logan Thomas can be successful for fantasy football. All right, Joe, so we're, that's it for the program here. But before we go out, I do want to uh, just kind of acknowledge an announcement here really quick. Uh, we do have some big news here on the TCK pod, and it's all love, and it's uh, it's kind of a bittersweet moment. But this show will be Bob's official last show 
uh, I would say like with consistency, like you'll be back on the show uh, eventually. I'm not, you know, um, you're not gone forever. But as far as your consistency on the TTK pod, uh, this would be your last one for a while. Um, you have some great opportunities, which I'm going to give you the floor in a second and, and and present what you have coming up down the pipeline. Super happy for you, man. Um, we've talked off air. I'm really proud of you. You you fucking work your ass off, man. And, and you're one of my favorite people in general as a friend, but also uh, somebody I look up to with statistics and analytics and the way you go about your business. It's always very impressive. So very excited for your uh, transformation, man. But I uh, just want to give a formal kind of thank you. Um, it's been uh, just a, a treat to have you on. You and I started with like a let's talk about tight ends and nobody gives a shit about episode two years ago. <laughs> and we fell in love with each other. And all of a sudden, <laughs> about 150 yep. episodes later, we were doing this thing every day. So I just want to sincerely you know, appreciate you and give you kudos and love on the air, man. It's been an absolute pleasure to work with you. Uh, you and I, of course, have some things brewing behind the scenes. So we'll be in yep. touch, of course. But uh, just want to give thanks, man. And on behalf of everybody at the TCK pod, man, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on consistently. Uh, so with that said, man, please um, give us just a couple of minutes of, of what exactly you have coming down the pipeline and and uh, where uh, the TCK Potters can then go ahead and, and uh, celebrate you and and represent you individually. Yeah. So first off, thank you, man. It was awesome. Like I didn't have a podcast. I wasn't like I was doing these weird, creepy YouTube videos online. Like <laughs> everyone's like, what is this guy doing? No editing, no nothing. And it, it wasn't for you, man. I didn't have a pod, like a voice consistently. And because of that connection. It's really helped me blossom, get on air more. It's been awesome, dude. And and honestly, that's probably the reason why our relationship's going to continue. But I am actually taking an opportunity, Rasball Fantasy. I am actually going to be running their – I'm going to be basically their head of content. I am going to be doing all their videos online. I'm going to be doing just all the same kind of things we're doing here, but Rasball Fantasy. So if you guys can go follow it on YouTube, on Instagram, on, on TikTok. But the best part is now we're going to have a featured website where you could go see articles. We're going to have statistics, data. Um, there's going to be a lot of things down the pipeline. I'm just getting started with it. I'm going to have plenty of content. You're going to see Sky on there. I'm going to make sure to keep in contact. But I want to thank the Fantasy Focus guys, too. This has been a fun a fun time doing the Sunday live shows. Uh, definitely going to have a lot of the crossover stuff, too, with that, too. But at the same time, make sure you go follow Rasball Fantasy. We're excited. Um, a lot of content. It's not going to stop. I even though this is my technical live podcast on here, you'll see me on tomorrow on Rasball Fantasy. I'm going to be doing live shows with uh, for the NFL draft. So make sure you check me out on there as well. Absolutely, I appreciate it. And Bob, one more time for clarity, please let everybody know the handle specifically. I know that you're building on Twitter, you know, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram. Where can everybody find you and your handles? Yeah, it's it's Rasball Fantasy. So it's it's just that's what it is on every single YouTube. And that's the first thing I did, right? Because like when we used to talk, I was like, it's underscore TCK pod on Instagram. No, it's Rasball Fantasy. We're doing the same thing across the board. And if you just Google Rasball.com, you'll be able to see the website. We do baseball, hockey. We you know baseball season is huge with us. Uh, we do basketball too. So we have content for every sport. But if you want to just check out the Instagram, the TikTok videos, and the YouTubes, that is just Razball Fantasy. Go on there. Make sure you subscribe, like, review, do all that stuff. We would love it. R-A-Z-Z-B-A-L-L, Razball. Go check them out, everybody. And for the TCK Potters on here, you can leave a rate and review on the podcast, Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, anywhere you listen to the Believe Networks and anywhere podcasts are heard. You can also hit the subscribe and hit the bell. Also leave a comment on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel, also streaming live on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook as well.
Nothing but love for my man, Bob. This episode and all episodes have been brought to you by the Believe Podcast Networks and the Believe Networks at large. Also, betonline.ag. Please, 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 TCK Potters, do me a personal favor. Go over to Razball Fantasy on all platforms. Give a like, give a subscribe. Go shout out to Bob. You know how hard he works and he's building a new program. I will be over there with him as well sooner than later. So make sure you check us out here and there. We got all sorts of content for my man. Bobby Lamarco, it's been an absolute pleasure, brother. Appreciate you and wish you the absolute best of luck. I am your host, Sky Guasco. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy the NFL draft, everybody. We'll be back with you next week to recap where all of our rookies land, and we'll get into some dynasty mock drafts. We'll catch you next week. Enjoy the NFL draft. We are out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.